Hello and welcome to the new Digital Age PMU podcast. My name is Justin Pierce and I'm the editor. These podcasts are a series of short interviews with some of the amazing women that have taken part in the Practice Makes Them Perfect programme. A course developed in association with Amy Keane that helps women find and finesse their public voices. So Ali, hi, and thanks for joining us on the PMU NDA podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. So before we kick off, let's hear a bit about you. Who are you? Where do you work? What do you do there? And maybe a bit about what you did before you joined. Yeah, absolutely. So hi, everyone. My name is Allie. I joined my current company, Permutive, as a sales enablement manager back in May, so relatively recently. Um, an important note as we go through this, sales enablement is a really, really new function with, at Permutive. So it is a mighty team of two that was formed in February, and then I came on in March. I'm mean, sorry, in May. Um, but prior to that, I spent about six and a half years at a really large research and advisory firm. Um, and in that six and a half years, working across various internal operations teams. So anywhere from recruiting to product to where I ended up in sales, um, building out various programs and initiatives for all of those teams. So kind of a really diverse background, which is why I think I have an interesting opinion about virtual onboarding in general. Amazing. Okay, so... Your topic for today is a new hire's guide to virtual onboarding. And I guess every single person listening has either gone through onboarding virtually or been part of it or seen it happen. It's, it's been our life for the last 18 months. Uh, hopefully that's changing. But so let's talk about virtual onboarding. I mean, first of all, from your experience, how can people actually do this best, both from an onboarder and the people onboarding? Yeah. So first and foremost, I think you made a really interesting comment before I get to that question about everybody's kind of done this. And even though some of our listeners might be thinking, hey, I haven't done this. It's not really uh, super relevant to me. Just to you know, burst your bubble a little bit, it is. Um, so it looks like a virtual or at least a hybrid onboarding approach is going to be the way of the future. So it is definitely going to play some sort of role within, within your career. Uh, if you're are lucky enough to be retiring, maybe not. Um, But for those of us who are looking at a career shift or a job shift, position shift anytime in the future, it is definitely, definitely going to impact you. So what does that mean, right? What does that mean for you? What does that look like? And getting back to your question, you know, why why is this important? What should I do? How can I make the most of it myself? I think the number one thing that you can remember here is what you put into your onboarding is what you're going to get out of it. Right. So if you go into your onboarding and you think to yourself, hey, this is virtual. Nobody's going to know what I'm doing. I can take the time to slack off. I mean, if that's your MO, go for it. Right. But I can tell you, you're probably not going to be super successful in doing that. But there are quite a few things that you can do outside of the HR provided document for onboarding that would really help boost and level up your career. And so that's what I was hoping to a little bit get more into today as well. Okay, brilliant. Okay, so let's let's take it through sort of some steps. So I'm a new employee, just starting a company, and I'm about to start virtual onboarding. As you said, you know, you could just slack off and not do it properly. But that's that's your lookout. So, but how would you do it best? What would be your advice in terms of the? Uh, I mean, what's the top three ways to start? So what's the top three things to think of? What's a what, what's your top advice for a person just embarking on this? Absolutely. So I think that the absolute number one best piece of advice that I can tell you is that nobody knows what you're going through when they can't see your face, 
right? Mm -hmm. So you need to just make sure that you're speaking up, you're, you're doing everything that you can to empower yourself and get yourself the correct information, right? I personally, as your sales enablement manager, if you're joining my team, I want to help you, mm -hmm. right? I want to make sure that you're reaching your goals as fast as possible. I want to give you the information you need to be successful, but you have to ask me for it. I'm not a mind reader, right? Uh, but if you do ask, I'm super, super happy to help you, right? So that's number one. Number two, your onboarding does not stop with the formal onboarding plan given to you. And I think a lot of people tend to just follow the guide that they're given. And sometimes it's a little bit overwhelming as it is, but please, please, please remember that's not where your job and your onboarding stops. The industry news is also your job. Learning about what's happening in the industry, also your job. So if you're like me and moved into a new position and a new industry at a new company at a new type of company, you bet I'm going to go through and try to find as much information about that as I can to be able to hold intellectual conversations and actually get more out of that pre-planned HR onboarding that's given to you. Love that idea. The industry news is, is your job. And it's true. I mean, everyone has to know the industry in which they work. So, I mean, what do you think about, as you said, this is going to be, this is, this is the new world. It'll be, you know, onboarding will be a mixed big hybrid, a mix hybrid of virtual and real. Uh, what do you think has become better in terms of onboarding in the virtual world? What's become better than the old world? Yeah, that's a really great question. So I think I can answer that in two ways. One, from the employer perspective and two, from the employee perspective. So from an employer perspective, what's changed, and I can speak to this from having developed five or so onboarding programs myself, um, it's gotten a lot more scalable. Instead of one-to-one -one onboarding sessions, we now have the ability to do one-to-many and get that information out to the masses quicker, right? From an employee's perspective, it opens a whole new door of on-demand learning for you that you maybe didn't have access to before. So there are definitely advantages to being in a classroom type setting. Of course, you have that one-to-one -one interaction. You do have that dialogue amongst your peers. But if you do move into the LMS and online learning modules, right, you have the ability to take them at your own pace. You can flip back and forth. You can spend extra time on a slide that you maybe need to dive in deeper. You can take screenshots, you can write notes, you can maybe refer back to it. So it's really, in a way, helping you create your own arsenal of tools that will help you continue to be successful in your job. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. And you, should, you can guess the next question, what's worse about, about virtual rather than real world onboarding? Yeah, the fact that as an employee, you might be suffering in silence. Mm. And I cannot stress this enough, do not suffer in silence. The people who create your onboarding programs, people like me, people like our HR and people teams, do not want you to sit there and be confused. I can guarantee you. But what we're finding happens is that people don't want to slack you a message or send you a message because they fear being, quote, annoying. Mm -hmm. But I, you're not being annoying. You're learning. And if you think about it, when you're onboarding, that is really the only time in your position where your only job is to learn stuff ask questions, right? That's so exciting. You should absolutely be taking advantage of that, but we're kind of finding the opposite where people are so hesitant to bother somebody that they're not asking at all. And when you do that, 
you're really missing out. So that's definitely gotten worse. What do you think? What do you think of that? Because we've all got so many different tools at our disposal, you know, the Slack, email, multiple different platforms out there. And they've been getting better over the last 18 months. We all know the pandemic sort of sped the development up. But what do you think of the tools out there for, for helping a virtual onboarding? You know, they're getting better. What your favorite? As you say, people may be nervous about uh, asking questions. Has the use of Slack made things easier? I mean, what's your general view? Oh, if you could see my smile right now for all of our listeners, yes, the tools that we have now are so, so unbelievably helpful. And just taking a minute to learn and get yourself familiarized with them is also a crucial step in your career and setting yourself up for success. Why do I say this? I didn't do it, right? Uh, when I switched into my job at Permutive, I had never used Slack before, ever. So I didn't even know all these super cool features that it has. So what I did is took the time and went and actually looked up on YouTube best practices of Slack or, you know, one of those articles, 10, 10 things you're not doing in Slack that you should be. I found out that you can set yourself reminders for messages. So say somebody wasn't available. I just want to remind myself to do that. There's also a crazy, crazy good search feature where you can go and search all messages ever, even before you've joined, and it will pull up everything for you. So if you have a question about a topic, so for example, we post a lot about um, ad tech industry news. We have a reading channel. I had a question once about, um, I believe it was identity and fingerprinting. I just searched for it in the search bar and it pulled up all the conversations that our very, very smart sales engineers and our engineering team had posted for us to be able to read and digest. So things like that do exist. You just need to know where to look for them and take the initiative to do it yourself. Nobody's gonna spoon feed you the information especially if you're not asking for it, right? So definitely get to know your tools. They are substantially better than they were even a couple of years ago, right? And we're only getting better from there. Amazing. Well, we're sort of out of time. That's been a fascinating, fascinating look at virtual onboarding. And I, I think I've become a bit more convinced talking to you. I'm sort of, I go hot cold with it. But yeah, I'm totally by the thing you're saying. So thank you so much. It's been great spending time with you. Yeah, it's been so great. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for listening. Goodbye.